Hello everybody, my name is Ben Schluter. Welcome to a Saturday special of Goal to Go, one that was completely unprompted, but, you know, things have happened in the past uh, 24 hours we gotta talk about. Uh, not 24, 24 plus, so like 27. Um, so let's get into the discussion, if you know from the title. So if you haven't been following the College World Series, um, first of all, that's kind of like me, don't worry, but um, if you haven't been following it, if you haven't heard the news, uh, North Carolina State just was forced to forfeit uh, their next game, the game that was supposed to be today against Vanderbilt, uh, because of COVID stuff, and this means that they're out of the tournament, and Vanderbilt's in the College World Series final. Now, yesterday, there was a whole thing that got set in motion. A lot of people are pissed off right now. They're calling the NCAA frauds. They're calling them money-hungry, which... Let's start with the first thing, money hungry. I'm sorry, canceling a game is the opposite of what you would do if you wanted to make money. If, if you were money hungry, you'd force them to play the game no matter what. Like the NFL kind of did with the Broncos. Yeah. So let, let's let's get to basically where we were. Um. So, it's yesterday. And things are happening. Teams... the teams are getting ready. NC State's getting ready. You got Vanderbilt that's getting ready. And then something's happened. You see, there, there's there been a problem. Someone apparently, at least one person, has tested positive potentially for COVID. Um, and so they now need to start getting everything. They need to work everything out. Uh, Kumar Rocker, who was the pitcher, uh, who eventually ended up starting, uh, he was told to stop warming up while they got this ready, and apparently this was leading to a potential forfeit. So what ended up happening was, no, there was no forfeit, but a bunch of guys had to be out. Now, to explain how many guys, there are 27 players on a College World Series roster this year, and 13 guys suited up for the game. So that's more than half of the guys were out. They had nine position players, they had four pitchers. Their starter was a reliever who had 8.2 innings of work, 8 and 2 thirds inning, uh, innings of work, and a 7.27 ERA. At, I think they had a guy who's playing first base that usually plays. Okay, so I kept getting confused on this, so if you'll allow me the privilege of double checking Twitter to make sure I get this perfect. Okay, I figured it out. So it's uh, Sam Highfill. He's normally a starting pitcher. He was forced to play first base because of the heavily depleted roster. Um, so yeah, that's a thing that happened. So 13 total players. They managed to make it a game. Here's what's the insane part about this. Um, North Carolina State had the... So first of all, North Carolina State had the bottom half of the inning. It was a 3-1 to one final. In the bottom of the seventh, they had two men on and two outs. They had a chance to score... Three-run homer. They had a chance to score a three-run homer in the bottom of the ninth. I think they had a chance to score a three-run homer. I know they had a chance to tie the game. So, you get to the end game press conference. And, uh, yeah, NC State's head coach didn't help matters. And I'm going to do this, by the way, recap yesterday, then today, and then I'll talk about my thoughts on it. Um, so, th their head coach did not, he didn't help matters at all. At the very any of it. Because... He, in his press conference, he said, I'm going to get this direct quote. Because um, basically, you know, when your team should be all good, there shouldn't have been a problem here. So, you know, he just, 
he comes out and he says the thing that makes everything uh <sighs> trying to find the exact quote because it's bad there we go uh so elliot avent or avent i don't know how to pronounce his last name he said uh uh, when asked about, like, being vaccinated. I'm not going to talk about that. We can talk baseball. If you want to talk politics or any of that, you can go to, to go talk to my head of sports medicine. <sighs> yeah. He, uh, but, like, and it doesn't sound good. Granted, I didn't see the context, because the person who tweeted this out says, and I want to give you this, uh, FYI, I didn't take this as him saying he wasn't vaccinated or slamming that. He'd gotten several questions about the COVID situation and was frustrated with it. He brought up his head of sports medicine again later when he was asked specifically about if there were positive tests. So... This is what brings us to last night. And when I say last night, I mean literally in the middle of the night. So I was still up. Um, there was also a game going on because there was a rain delay in the Texas-Mississippi State game, which, by the way, Texas won that, so there's a game today between those two. Uh, and in the middle of the night, uh, there's news that breaks that the game that was supposed to happen today has been declared a no contest. And I'm going to read... This is the full thing from the NCAA. Uh, it doesn't really say much, which is why I had to do some more reading. So, the NCAA Division I Baseball Committee has declared the Vanderbilt-NC State Men's College World Series game scheduled for Saturday, June 26th at 1 p.m. Central Time a no contest because of COVID-19 protocols. This decision was made based on the recommendation of the championship medical team and the Douglas County Health Department. As a result, Vanderbilt will advance to the CWS finals. The NCAA and the committee regret that NC State's student athletes and coaching staff will not be able to continue in the championship in which they earn the right to participate. Because of privacy issues, we cannot provide further details. So, that is the most unsatisfactory statement I could have gotten because it tells you absolutely nothing. And yes, everyone is annoyed. Yes, Barstools are annoyed, which granted, I, I don't, I follow Barstool LSU because sometimes they post good memes. They also post terrible content sometimes. That's unfortunate. A lot of people are angry about this. They're disappointed. I was heartbroken for NC State. I still am heartbroken for the guys who, you know, were smart and didn't do dumb things. So before we get into exactly what happened, it should be noted. The NCAA, for reasons that I don't know, gave NC State two options. Either play yesterday um, and play with a 13-man roster, which is the one they chose. Their other option was to forfeit yesterday and play today, which, um, what would they have done in that situation? No, honestly, I don't know what that would have changed. I think the only, I think the reason they might have said that is that, um, well, now let's just get into this, why it actually got canceled. Because at that point, the NCAA didn't have the test results. So what exactly caused this no contest? So last night, a bunch of people were arguing, and I didn't have the information at the time, um, so I thought it was just like a lack of players. That was not the reason that has apparently been found out. So while this isn't official, I'm just going to say, I don't know who the source is, but I'm going to take a guy who's pretty damn credible. Um, he's a writer for D1 Baseball, um, one of the best sites uh, and media outlets for college baseball, period. Um, his name is Aaron Fitt. And in his article, which I don't know exactly at what time this was posted, um, but in his article, he mentions what happened. So he said, according to multiple sources, 
two unvaccinated NC State players tested positive for COVID-19 this week, prompting the NCAA to test the entire roster, including vaccinated players. I'll get to that part. Four positive tests came back from that round of testing. I'm assuming that those four positive tests came from the not other two guys. Because I would be shocked if they, like, because that would mean there were two other positive tests. By the way, four positive tests came back from that round of testing, which prompted the no contest. All four of the latest positive tests came from vaccinated individuals who were in the dugout for Friday's game against Vanderbilt. That's where the issue comes from. It's the fact that, oh, we literally can't play this game. They are a positive test that was in the dugout. So that's four guys that can't play, and you're basically out of players at that point. Because I don't know. Now, granted, I still haven't been able to figure out, because like all of this stuff's coming in from out of nowhere. I haven't been able to get everything down, and I wanted to get this thing done, mainly because it's a first reaction to it. Um, once Thursday hits, or an, and Friday, Thursday and Friday, because, you know, live podcast and then recorded podcast, I'll have every single bit of information. I'll be able to break that down better and be able to come to a more decisive conclusion on what's happened, and probably multiple better media outlets will have done reports on it. Um, but you have all of this issue. Now, what does this mean? So first of all, I'm going to be, I would be shocked if the NCAA didn't just today tell the entire Vanderbilt roster, hey, we're testing all of y'all. We're not going to take any risks on this. We're going to test all of y'all, make sure this doesn't uh, come up to be a humongous uh, and absolutely terrible disaster. They'll double check that. But before I even talk about like the whole NC State problem. Let me talk about the NCAA's testing policies and why I don't like them and why this was something that was going to happen. So here is their guidelines. Uh, fully vaccinated student athletes and other tier one individuals. I don't know what these tiers mean. I seriously don't know what these tiers mean. So, you know, I guess that means they're important. Uh, and other tier one individuals with no COVID-19-like symptoms may be exempt from routine testing. Student athletes and other tier one participants who are not vaccinated must continue to undergo testing at NCAA championships. If there's evidence of substantial or high transmission in the community, or if there are COVID-19 variants that escape the effect of vaccine, then testing may, be, uh, may need to resume for fully vaccinated individuals. That's what happened here. Such decisions will be made in conjunction with local public health authorities and or federal guidance. Uh, that updated testing guidance also applies to tier two and three individuals who may be subject to testing protocols at member schools and championships. If tier two individuals are not fully vaccinated, they must undergo and document a negative PCR test within two days of arrival or a negative antigen test within one day of arrival and undergo daily self-health checks. Further testing is based on symptoms. Then tier three individuals who are not fully vaccinated must undergo daily self-health checks with testing based on symptoms should state or local authorities require testing of vaccinated individuals their guidance will supersede this policy and vaccinated individuals will be required to be tested i should note this is their general policy for everything this is their general policy for literally everything so yeah so that's what we got in this situation that's what we have in this situation we have a team that had two guys on it two guys who were unvaccinated and then you had four more positive tests they couldn't play this was 
like I'm heartbroken for the team, but also you have two guys who did not follow like who did not do things that they should have done in order to prevent this situation. Because what it seems like is that if you were vaccinated, if you were fully vaccinated, they weren't going to test you. That's what it seems like at this point. If you were fully vaccinated and you didn't show any symptoms, they wouldn't test you. And because if you're fully vaccinated, you're less likely to show symptoms even if you catch it, then getting vaccinated might have been a good move. Look, and I mean, a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this point, but um, you should get vaccinated because it's a good idea. But I say this, I'm not going to force you to get vaccinated. Don't think anybody should force you to get vaccinated. However, that doesn't mean... How, uh, let me rephrase that. I also believe that um, people should be, be able to, you know, put in whatever things they want for those who aren't vaccinated because that's their rules. Okay? It's fine if you don't want to be vaccinated. They will put in things to make it so that you are safe and everyone else is safe. They're safety precautions. You know why they want you to get the vaccine? Because it's safer. You know why all of those things are in place for unvaccinated people, but not for vaccinated people? Because it's safer when you have the vaccine. That's what everything's shown. People can talk this and that about freedom. It's fine. You have bodily freedom. You are not free from the consequences of your actions, though. You are not free to make that choice and have other people just have to deal with it. That's not how things work. Freedom requires some... Because other people have freedom too. Let's just, let's just make it as simple as it can get. If you're free to choose not to get vaccinated, they're free to say, okay, you have to do this, that, and the other thing because you're not vaccinated. And that's fine. You're allowed to do that. And if you don't like it, that's tough for you because they have the freedom to do this. And so in this instance, you have two individuals who, with their freedom, decided not to get vaccinated and not to do the thing that would have prevented or at the very least made this entire situation less likely to happen. And that's fine. But you know what? Then guess what happened? They tested positive. And then they hurt their team. And then they got their team kicked out because of their actions. I know it's bad for... It probably feels wrong for me to say I blame other people for this, but it is their fault, is it not? I mean, if they were fully vaccinated, if they had gone through the proper procedures to ensure this didn't happen, and then it still happened, I wouldn't blame them. Because, you know, accidents happen. Mistakes are a thing. But there's a point at which you cannot call something a mistake when you willfully decided not to do the thing that would have kept things safe and would have made this much less likely to happen. And this is one of those situations. You knew the risks involved when you didn't get vaccinated. You were told what the procedures were going to be if you weren't vaccinated and what would happen if that went on and you spread it to other players and what would eventually end up happening. You knew that. You were informed of that. That is public knowledge that was given to you, by the way. I... I would be shocked if it wasn't given to you by your coaches or by somebody in your staff at your university. 
This is North Carolina State University. We're not talking about a small school here. We're talking about a big school in the ACC. It's got a budget. They told you what to do. They also, and I would, I would be shocked if they didn't give you the opportunity to get vaccinated. Now, if you have an objection to it, again, that is fine. But this is what happens. This is the consequence of that action. And I'm not going to feel bad for those people when those consequences come to fruition. People are calling on the NCAA that this is a bad decision. Nah, they put in these protocols already. This isn't the first time it's happened. You had VCU at the uh, men's basketball tournament. You had two separate teams in the ice hockey tournament. You had Rice at the women's volleyball tournament. I'm pretty sure that happened while Rice was in Omaha, by the way. Um, this ain't the first time this has happened this year, where a team's being, uh, had to forfeit and had to leave because of COVID stuff. This ain't the first time. They knew what the risks were. And in this situation, by this point, it shouldn't be happening. You shouldn't be having these problems. But because two individuals chose not to get vaccinated, again, it's a choice. The consequences were, in the end, that their team had to forfeit and is leaving. I'm heartbroken for the team. I am. I'm heartbroken for the individuals who made the right choices. The people who kept themselves safe. And who, I mean, the guys who tested positive, I wouldn't be shocked if, like, I mean, granted it's four guys, I don't know any of them, but at least one of them. I would be shocked if they weren't being as careful as possible. And they still got it. They still tested positive despite being as careful as they could be during that time. And yeah, test the entire Vanderbilt roster. That's a good idea, by the way. Because, you know, we want to make sure everything's safe. I, I genuinely cannot agree with people who believe that this is just some sort of money-hungry thing. Oh, Vanderbilt paid them off because they didn't want to lose. Guys. Guys. That doesn't... Occam... Okay. The simplest solution is the most likely. What's more likely? A team had positive COVID cases and had to forfeit, or a university paid off the NCAA? What's more likely? Okay, actually, both of... Well, let me rephrase. No, yeah, one's more likely. Because one's happened more times. Also, the universities run the NCAA. Couldn't NC State, you know, with their bigger budget, um, pay them more? Wouldn't the NCAA be thinking about this? Again, from a monetary perspective, it is actually better for them to televise the game and to hold the game to make the money from the game. It's a better move. NC State's been the underdog story of this tournament. They'd be getting more viewers. You gotta think about it from that perspective. This is actually a financially devastating decision they had to make. But from the standpoint that they were in, from the place they were, they had to make it. I don't blame the NCAA. I think the NCAA made the right decision. This is the only decision they should have made because it was not safe to play the game. The team's I was like, NC State could not play the game. They should not have played the game. They pretty was we're finding out they probably shouldn't have played the game yesterday. They're out of this tournament, and you got two unvaccinated individuals who you can blame for it. And I don't like to pass the blame on to the guys, but when you literally know, and, and we don't know their names, and I don't want to shit on them, and I don't want to direct hate towards them. But your decisions cost your team, and you know that. And your decisions could have been different, and you know that. 
but you made the decisions you made and now you're facing the consequences and other guys who were totally okay, who were innocent in this, are having to deal with the consequences of y'all's actions. And that's, un it's unfortunate, but again, freedom of choice does not mean freedom from consequences. And if people don't recognize this, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, then that's going to end badly. Because eventually, you're going to have consequences. That's what happens. We've seen it all throughout this past year plus. Freedom does not mean freedom from consequences. And this is an unfortunate example of people using their freedom and it backfiring on their entire team. I feel no sympathy towards them unless it was for religious reasons. Unless they had a genuine religious reason, then I'd be okay, then I'd have that. Okay? That was a genuine reason. Or if they have a health reason not to get it. If they do, then fine. That I understand. They couldn't have gotten the vaccine because of reasons that I think are valid. Religious reasons are valid. Unless it's... Okay? If you're religiously... I don't know why, but, you know, I guess I have to accept it. And if it's for medical reasons, I 100% understand it. Because, like, yeah, that's a point where it could actually hurt you. <laughs> like, it would be doing more harm than good. Totally understandable. But if it's not either one of those reasons, then, frankly, I don't see any reason that I should be hating on the NCAA for this. Especially when, and I think we can all agree with this, the NCAA has done far worse things to be hated on for than just kicking a team out for not following the proper protocol and for allowing two unvaccinated individuals to, you know, get it for just letting this happen. This is NC State's fault. This is these two players' fault. I don't like having to say that, but... It's where the blame lies. This is not like the NCAA having their stupid protocols for how they were going to do the beach volleyball tournament where they weren't going to have many on, uh, on-site media people, where they were going to have a virtual photographer's uh, credential, which makes no sense. No, this is them enforcing their health and safety protocols for the benefit of their athletes, for the benefit of of the coaches, for the benefit of the fans, for the umpires, for everyone. So if you disagree with it, that's fine. Because you're free to disagree with that. But these guys were not free from the consequences of disagreeing with it. And that's what I have to say about that. I mean... I feel bad if you're an NC State fan. I feel bad as a college baseball fan because NC State probably would have beaten Vanderbilt had they had a full roster. But they they messed up. They I real I mean, I know I keep going and rambling, but like really there's nothing else to say but these were your actions. They had consequences. And thus we get to this point. This isn't the NCAA's fault. This isn't Vanderbilt's fault. This is North Carolina State's fault. It is the players who did not take the proper precautions during a time in which there's a global pandemic. 
and it was their choice that led to this. If you want anyone to blame for this, the last place you go is the place that enforced a consistent set of rules. One of the few times I can actually say that the NCAA has done this, by the way, I have to say this right now. I have to give the NCAA credit. This is one of the few times where they've actually looked at their rules and enforced them consistently, which I find ironic considering they still held uh, championship events in states in which they specifically said they weren't going to hold them because they were, you know, passing anti-trans legislation. But, you know, that's, that's a completely separate thing. One credit to the NCAA. One point. So instead of being at negative 212, you're now at negative 211. Note, in order to have good karma with me, you need to have exactly 444 points. And then after that, you have excess. So you're still really far off. <laughs> and it drops every single time you screw up majorly. So yeah, that's going to do it for this uh, weird little thing. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. Um, if you agree or disagree with my opinion, feel free to share it. I'd really love to actually have a conversation with someone. Because I would like to hear someone else's opinion. Maybe you have new information that I haven't seen. Who knows? Um, yeah. So, if you want to find me on Twitter, where I won't be arguing about this, you can find me at capital B-E-N, capital S, capital L, capital A, capital S, P-O-R-T-S. I didn't do this the last episode, so I should mention it. I made a new video. It's on my YouTube channel. I've linked it in the description of the last video. I'll link it in the description of this uh, the last podcast, excuse me. I'll link it in the description of this podcast as well, just in case you want to check it out. Uh, it's the story of a funny time when fans left an overtime game early. Um, yeah, and if you want to find me on Twitch, which is where I go live every Thursday night at 9 Eastern, you can find me at twitch.tv slash T-E-P-I-G-L-O-V-E-R-1. That's twitch.tv slash T-E-P-I-G-L-O-V-E-R-1. So, once again, I've been Ben Schluter. This has been a special episode of Goal to Go on Saturdays, the Saturday special. It's an unfortunate one that I have to make, but here it is. So until next time, bye-bye.